All India Radio presents Morning News. Good morning, I am Valsa Williams. The headlines. Prime Minister Narendra Modi raises concern over violence against Indian diaspora in London with British Prime Minister Boris Johnson assures all necessary steps to ensure safety of Indian nationals. Middle schools to be reopened in Kashmir Valley today. CBI issues notice to former finance minister P. Chidambaram to appear in INX media case following rejection of his bail plea by Delhi High Court. Focus on trade, commerce and economic partnership as external affairs minister S.J. Shankar chairs India-Nepal joint commission meeting in Kathmandu today. And in hockey, Indian men's team clashes with New Zealand and women's team to take on Japan in Olympic test title in Tokyo today. Prime Minister Narendra Modi yesterday held a telephonic conversation with his British counterpart Boris Johnson, during which he raised the issue of violence against members of the Indian diaspora celebrating Independence Day outside the Indian mission in London. According to a statement issued by the Prime Minister's office, Mr. Modi drew Johnson's attention to the challenges posed by vested interests pursuing their motivated agenda, including by violent means. The statement said Prime Minister Johnson regretted the incident and assured that all necessary steps would be taken to ensure safety and security of the High Commission, its personnel and visitors. Violent clashes took place outside the Indian High Commission when thousands of people converged there for pre-planned protests and counter-demonstrations on the 15th of August. During the conversation, Prime Minister Modi also pointed out that terrorism had plagued all parts of the world, including India and Europe. He stressed the importance of effective steps to ward off the threats posed by radicalization, violence and intolerance. Mr. Modi congratulated Mr. Johnson on his election to the high office and expressed his readiness to work with him for strengthening the strategic partnership between India and the United Kingdom. In Jammu and Kashmir, the situation remained peaceful across the state, especially the Kashmir Valley, where restrictions were eased in some more areas. Briefing media persons in Srinagar yesterday, JNK government spokesperson Rohit Kansal said the attendance of students in primary schools across Kashmir was good. He said, encouraged by the response of students and on the request of parents, the government has decided to reopen middle schools in the areas today, while primary schools have been opened from Monday. Mr. Kansal said day restrictions have been lifted from areas falling under 136 police stations. Meanwhile, the state government has set into motion a process to work out different modalities by constituting three high-level committees for formal establishment of Union Territory of Jammu and Kashmir and Ladakh. These committees will devise modalities for functioning of the proposed Union Territory of Jammu and Kashmir and deal with financial matters and staff-related issues in both the proposed Union Territories. The Indian Army has rebutted Pakistan's claim of six Indian casualties in cross-border firing along the line of control LOC in Jammu and Kashmir. Sources said fake tweet of Pakistan Director General Inter-Service Public Relations of six Indian casualties again proves that Pakistan as a nation is only a propaganda machinery. In the ceasefire violations in Krishnaghati sector yesterday, Army had one fatal casualty and four non-fatal casualties.
Former Union Finance Minister P. Chidambaram was asked last night to appear before the Central Bureau of Investigation within two hours after remaining elusive for the entire evening. The officers from the CBI had visited Mr. Chidambaram's Jorbag residence, but the former minister was not available there. Then the team of officials returned to his residence and pasted a notice asking the former minister to appear before R. Parthasarthi, CBI Deputy Superintendent of Police, who is probing the case to record his statement under Section 161 of the CRPC. Earlier, the Delhi High Court refused to grant Chidambaram any protection from arrest by the CBI and the Enforcement Directorate in the INX media case. The CBI had registered an FIR on the 15th of May 2017, alleging irregularities in the Foreign Investment Promotion Board clearance granted to the media group for receiving overseas funds of 305 crore rupees in 2007 during Chidambaram's tenure as the Finance Minister. In Uttar Pradesh, the first reshuffle of Yogi Adityanath's cabinet will take place at Raj Bhavan in Lucknow today. The reshuffle is likely to fill the slots that have fallen vacant in the last few months, especially after some ministers were elected to the Lok Sabha. Three of the 47 ministers, Rita Bahuguna Joshi, Satyadev Pachori and S.P. Singh Baghel, were elected to the Lok Sabha in May, while another minister, Om Prakash Rajbhar, was sacked. Bharatiya Janata Party President Amit Shah has appointed Member of Parliament Nalin Kumar Patil as the Karnataka State Unit Chief. Indian Space Research Organization Chairman Dr. K. Sivan has said that they are targeting at launching a small satellite launch vehicle by December. This new space vehicle of ISRO is designed to inject small satellites weighing up to 500 kilograms in low Earth orbit. This is a new program to be launched by ISRO to enable commercial use of small satellites at minimum cost and manpower. Speaking exclusively to AIR in Bengaluru yesterday, the ISRO chairman also spoke about the future launches to be taken up by the organization. Development is going on. We are targeting for December launch. We have many programs, the Dakotasat mission, the RSI to BR mission, like many missions are there. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. Prime Minister Narendra Modi will hold delegation-level talks with Zambian President Edgar Chagwa Lungu in New Delhi today. President Lungu arrived in the national capital yesterday on a three-day visit. The delegation-level talks will be preceded by a bilateral meeting between the two leaders. More from our correspondent. Prime Minister Narendra Modi and the Zambian President are expected to review the entire gamut of bilateral relations and cover issues of regional and international interest during the talks. The discussion is likely to focus on cooperation in defense, security, geology and mineral resources, energy, health, education, infrastructure, trade and investment related issues. India primarily imports copper from Zambia, which is the second largest producer of copper in Africa. Zambia is also a beneficiary of India's duty-free tariff preference scheme. With investment of over 5 billion US dollar, mostly in the mining sector, India is one of the largest investors in Zambia. The visit is significant in the context of India's Africa outreach policy. Swati Rakheja, AIR News, Delhi. External Affairs Minister Dr. S. J. Shankar will arrive in Kathmandu today on a two-day visit to Nepal. He will co-chair the fifth meeting of the India-Nepal Joint Commission with his Nepalese counterpart Pradeep Kumar Gyawali in the afternoon. 
more from our Kathmandu correspondent. The Joint Commission will discuss entire gamut of Indo-Nepal relations. The focus will be on economic partnership, trade and transit, connectivity, power, water resources and inundation. During the visit, External Affairs Minister will pay courtesy calls on President Vidya Devi Bhandari and Prime Minister K.P. Sharma Oli. He is also expected to meet senior leaders from various political parties. Nepal's Minister for Foreign Affairs will host a dinner in his honour. Raj Kumar, AIR News, Kathmandu. The Indian Coast Guard held a high-level meeting with the Sri Lankan Coast Guard at Coast Guard headquarters in New Delhi yesterday. The Indian side was led by Director General Coast Guard K. Natarajan, while the Sri Lankan delegation was headed by Rear Admiral Samantha Vimala Tsunga. The meeting took place under the provisions of the MOU signed between the two sides for the establishment of a collaborative relationship to combat transnational illegal activities at sea and develop regional cooperation. During the meeting, both sides agreed to address a spectrum of maritime issues concerning safety and security. Prime Minister Narendra Modi pitched the idea of a plastic-free India in his recent Independence Day, Independence Day address. A nationwide movement advocating ban on single-use plastic, just like the Swachh Bharat Mission, is likely to be launched on the 2nd of October this year. Our Mumbai correspondent has filed this report. More than a year before Prime Minister Narendra Modi urged Indians to shun single-use plastic, Maharashtra has already set a precedent by enforcing a ban on plastic and thermocol items. To talk about the ill effects of plastic on environment, we spoke to the zero garbage man, Mr. Kostup Tomhangar, who believes in recycling each and every piece of trash generated in his house. Plastic doesn't get deteriorated and it remains in nature, in sand, in water and ultimately it goes in our body. To start with, we have to recycle all these plastics. Then afterwards, we will have to just change your behavior of throwing the plastic in nature. The problem may get solved. Since the ban imposed in June last year, generation of plastic waste in Maharashtra has come down by about 50%. With Pratna, this is Nisha Rani for AIR News, Mumbai. The Yamuna River in Delhi continues to flow above the danger level. At 9 p.m. last night, the water level of the river was at 206 meters, 40 centimeters above the danger mark of 205 meters, 33 centimeters. Due to the rising water level, railways have suspended train movement over Yamuna Bridge between Old Delhi and Chadara railway stations, and all the trains have been diverted via New Delhi railway station. Odisha Chief Minister Naveen Patnaik has thanked Prime Minister Narendra Modi for the additional central assistance of over 3,338 crore rupees to the state for the damage caused by Cyclone Foni. In a statement, the Home Ministry said a high-level committee headed by Union Home Minister Amit Shah has approved the additional central assistance to Odisha for the damage caused by the cyclone. The funds will be disbursed from the National Disaster Response Fund. Cyclone Fony hit the state coast on the 3rd of May this year, which had severely affected the livelihood of people. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has expressed displeasure about North Korea's series of missile tests, but said he wants to resume negotiations on denuclearization with Pyongyang. In an interview with a private channel, the chief U.S. diplomat noted the six tests of short-range ballistic missiles that North Korea has conducted in recent weeks and appear to diverge slightly with President Donald Trump, who has dismissed the tests as not threatening and insignificant. 
Indian men's and women's hockey teams have entered the finals of the Olympic test event in Tokyo and are slated to play the summit clashes today. The men's team trounced the hosts 6-3 yesterday. The win put India in the second spot in the points table and they face toppers New Zealand in the summit clash today. The match is slated to begin at 8.30 a.m. Indian Standard Time. Meanwhile, after an impressive performance against Australia, the Indian women's hockey team will now face host Japan in the final later in the day. In badminton, Indian shuttle Sai Praneet defeated South Korean Lee Dong-kyun 21-16-21-15 in the second round match of the BWF World Championships yesterday. In the 56-minute long encounter, 26-year-old Praneet won the match in two straight sets. He will now play in the pre-quarter match today. And now for an overview of today's newspapers, it's over to Sarabjit Kaur. Thank you, Valsa. Former Finance Minister P. Chitamram denied bail in INX media case is covered prominently across papers. Chitamram goes missing after High Court refuses to give anticipatory bail is the lead in the Times of India. High Court rejects plea, Chitamram goes to Apex Court, reports the Financial Express. Moderate your rhetoric on India, Trump advises Imran. The Asian Age highlights the stern US warning to Pakistan hours after the Trump-Modi chat. Appreciate Jammu and Kashmir is internal matter. The Indian Express quotes the US Defense Secretary speaking to Defense Minister Rajnath Singh. Abhinandan's captor killed while trying to push in infiltrators, notes the pioneer of a Pakistani commando who reportedly tortured the IAF pilot being killed in firing by Indian forces along the LOC. And finally, detecting heart disease is just seconds away, states the Hindu business line, as IIT Hyderabad researchers develop a biosensor device to detect cardiovascular maladies. And with that, it's back to you, Valsa. Thank you, Sarabjit. And now before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Prime Minister Narendra Modi raises concern over violence against Indian diaspora in London with British Prime Minister. Boris Johnson assures all necessary steps to ensure safety of Indian nationals. Middle schools to be reopened in Kashmir Valley today. CBI issues notice to former Finance Minister P. Chidambaram to appear in INX media case following rejection of his bail plea by Delhi High Court. Focus on trade, commerce and economic partnership as External Affairs Minister S.J. Shankar chairs India-Nepal Joint Commission meeting in Kathmandu today. In hockey, Indian men's team clashes with New Zealand women's team to take on Japan in Olympic test title in Tokyo today. With that, we end the morning news. Have a nice day.